Hello, and welcome to another episode of Metasite Geeks. I'm Liv. This is M. M, say hi. We are your sidekicks to all things metaphysical, spiritual, paranormal, abnormal, and everything in between, because as psychic mediums, twin flames, business partners, and professionals, we're here to give you the comic relief and hard-hitting facts of all of the cool things that I just told you about with the topics. Today, we're gonna, I don't know, talk about going to the cemetery, because... Guess what we did? And by we, I mean M. We started a ghost hunting team. It's exciting. Which we need names. Oh. So let us know somewhere. Gives me very much anxiety. Why? <laughs> scares me. What? Giving our ghost hunting team a name scares you? Well, that, but it's just, well, if we name it, then it's a thing. And if it's, it's a already thing, a thing, Liv. It scares me. You don't me. have to go. I've already given you an out. You've just not taken the out. Scares me. So it's on you. Scares me. It's happening. Makes me nervous. It sounds really fun. Sounds scary. There's some castles that I've found. I'm okay with- But they're like six hours away. Mm. So. I'm good with castles, but like the scary things where scary people are, that scares me. I'm saying- Doesn't mean that a castle doesn't have scary things at it. Yeah, but it's not like the like the whole like spiel of the place, you know? What? <laughs> I wouldn't go to a place where mass murderers are being kept when I was alive, so why would I want to do it when they're dead and I'm alive? Doesn't sound like a fun time to me. Well, Sounds- who's to say it hasn't already happened everywhere? Because like souls have told us, death happens everywhere because a lot of people walk through places, you know? Yeah, but it's not condensed in one giant, horrible-looking, scary dungeon place. You know? Well, I mean, the Conjuring House doesn't look like a dungeon. Yeah, but the Conjuring House is more metaphysical than, like, this is a place where people that killed a lot of people went. What? Why are you scared again? (laughs) Like, you wouldn't go into a prison where mass murderers and, like, the scariest, most sadistic people were held when you were alive. Because you wouldn't be like, I want to go where those people are. I mean, I guess, but also the Conjuring House is probably worse than a lot of those jail places. Well, yeah, but I also Which, would uh, not go to the Conjuring House. Unless we have enough patrons, right? You didn't give me a number last time. Yeah, because I don't want to. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll drop you kids off and tell you to have a good time, and I'll be in the car eating pizza by myself. What if we put, like, an insane number on it, like... 2,500 patrons. I'd have to crunch the numbers and they'd all have to be in like the top tier patronage. Dude, I don't even think it matters. It does. You multiply three by two, 2,500. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I mean, I also don't want to have like things. Yeah, I just, I'll watch pizza. I'll, it, yeah, You're going to watch pizza? Yeah, I'll watch Not pizza eat it, just while watch it. eating pizza. No, just watch it. Too scary. I would not be able to give you an answer until I'm actually there. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. I fucking say shit and I'm like, wow, past Olivia was on some shit today. Past Olivia in like 10 minutes from now or whenever we go to the Conjuring house is not the same as present Olivia. Yeah, but once you're there, you know, it'd probably be worse to be left alone, but also you told me in the last one that you like being alone. So maybe you just need to go to the Conjuring house alone. You ever thought about that? Honestly, I think (laughs) if I went to the Conjuring house alone probably be easier yeah i don't have to worry 2, about you guys 
No. Three thousand. I'm not. How did it go from going to the fucking conjuring house to going to the conjuring house alone? Because you told me you're less scared when you're alone. You guys want to know what it's like having a twin flame? <laughs> the fucking opposite to your spiritual essence. This is what it's like. So today we're going to be talking about the day that we tested out our ghost hunting equipment. So we have created a team of right now it's four people. So it's me, Liv, and then you will meet in the video, Danelle and Anthony. And we decided it'd be a cool idea to make sure that everything works and we know how everything works by talking to the spirits of the cemetery that we talked to you guys about. Because you got ghost hunting equipment. That's what we're testing, right? Yes. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't remember hearing you say it. So people are like, what are we testing? The ghost hunting equipment. Yeah. But we're testing it in the cemetery that we talked about a while back. We made a podcast where we talked to the souls of the cemetery. We went back to the same cemetery and we tested the equipment there. So one of the things that was interesting was a this stuff I unboxed in my basement and I'm thinking I'm going to make an unboxing video and put it on Patreon as exclusive content but when I was testing it in my basement it did not react in the same way that it did at the cemetery what do you mean how did you test it well I turned it on and was like hey someone touch it and nothing happened hmm well that's good yeah. for your house well, I mean, I guess. I thought, well, when you said, like, nothing happened is, like, you were, like, sitting on it and no alarms were going off. Like, it was just broken. No. No, no, no. You just, you tested it to see if it would be receptive to any sort of paranormal activity around you. But your house is like, here's a fart. Smell it. Well, I was <laughs> asking my spirit guides to touch it. You think spirit guides would touch paranormal equipment? You literally talk about it in our videos. Where you react to Sam and Colby and you're like, oh, there are spirit guides using the spirit box to talk. Yep. I really like <laughs> how... <We're there. laughs> I Well, that's fucking proof enough to know that what the shit that was coming out of my fucking mouth was not my own. Oh, God. Because I'm literally you telling you what Olivia right now would say. <laughs> Olivia in that video is different because Olivia in that video has her medium hat on and shit's fucking talking through her. Maybe yeah. that's why I just don't remember anything because I'm like, well, fuck ever. I'm just going to ride through this life. Yeah. Well, I was trying to have my spirit guides go in front of it, but they... They're like, that is not my job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Zeroth was like, you really think that I can touch it? I'm a freaking cloud. It'll see through me. But I also think it was a joke, so... Because mm -hmm. he is a funny... They are just, quote, that is not they my just, job. They just like to troll me at... Every, every time, time. Uh -huh. <laughs> but one of the things that i want to talk about during this podcast is um when we were there at the location they were describing how each of the pieces of equipment work or how they are able to interact and affect it do wait you remember that you were saying that or we were do who was explaining that was what? one of the things that I want <laughs> since you're not listening one of the things I wanted to talk about during this podcast is how they are able to use our equipment to make it go off and to communicate things to us ah uh, 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 got it I'm sorry you were talking and I was listening however <laughs> I was also thinking about taking the ghost hunting equipment to my house to see if it's haunted and then I was like never mind fuck that I don't actually want to know if my house yeah, is haunted yeah I know because I was if like I it know, would probably go off <laughs> knowing is much worse than not knowing when they say you already know when they say ignorant 
ignorance is bliss they mean it also do i already know no because i literally just said i didn't think a fucking spirit guy would touch one of those things <laughs> absolute walking what is it contradiction yeah. stupid ignorance is bliss see i'm living my life ignorantly even though i did something i don't I remember it. I remember saying that. I'm not yep. saying that I it's wasn't there. literally just... documented on the internet. Mm, God. <laughs> so then I was like, hmm, maybe we should take it to my mom's property because that would be cool. And then, and then I was like, well, I don't think anyone's haunted my mom's property. And then it made me think about the time that at my mom's property at the old house, she caught a picture on her like old Nokia phone mm -hmm. of our dog Seamus going for a walk in the springtime and looking out in one direction. And then in the picture, in the same direction that he's looking, you can see the apparition outline of a doe looking in the same direction that Seamus is. Well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking about when I said, wait, what was happening? Sorry. Breaking the third wall. Back to present time in Olivia's head. Um, we were talking about, talking about... <laughs> So How one, the coast equipment works. Yeah. So one of the first pieces of equipment that we tested was something called a REM pod. And REM pods are supposed to, okay, they have this big antenna and they detect motion going towards the antenna, but they generally detect temperature changes. So there's two ways that it can describe information and one of which is if you get close to this antenna there are these lights that go off and it makes a specific frequency there's also another one where if the temperature drops or increases a different type of frequency is emitted and a different little light goes woo, 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 woo. so how are they able to make it go off oh you want me to ask them yeah, because you were explaining it a lot in the video itself of how each of these pieces of equipment were working. Was and I? I? Think, yep. And I think it was interesting, but it's also hard to hear you because our audio was all over the place. I really am like freaked out by you sailing me that I was doing those things because I don't remember that. I remember what they were telling me, but well, I also them. don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, ask them about the REM pod. So the REM pod was the one with the red top. Uh, yeah, I know. I remember what the Ren Pub is. Um, I don't know. They just showed me like them, but I could s perceive them. I don't want to say see because that's not necessarily correct, literally, but I could perceive them. So in this cemetery, we'd already gone to the cemetery, like Em said, to record a other separate video and podcast about like literally just a medium visiting a cemetery. And I was really nervous because, well, first we had to find a cemetery. And for months, I... Uh, well, you guys should just go watch the video, but here's the short and curly of it. For months, I was like, I don't know. Um, I would drive past the cemetery at 5.30 in the morning on my way to Starbucks to open, and in the middle of nowhere, there's a cemetery, and this guy's like, you're going to do your cemetery video here. And I was like, no, you're weird. This is my head. Stop talking to me. It's 5.30. It's dark. It's cold, and I'm going to Starbucks. Nothing is true. Everything's a lie. And every day, he would tell me, you're going to make your video here. And I was like, that's a lie because Em and I only talked about making a, a video in a cemetery because one, it's spoopy. And two, I thought we were joking. We only talked about it once before when we first started Metapsychic. So stop bothering me. You're weird. Anyways, we go there because the graves are super, super, super old. So, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful to people that are actually living. So you want to get graves of people that are like mm, easy one, 200 years old. That's nice, right? Safe, safe spot. So we go there. 
And I didn't think that I was going to get information because as a medium, I get validation from the people that I'm talking to. But when you're at a cemetery, you don't get fucking validation from the souls you're talking to. Except you do. Yeah. But we also talk about it in a prior podcast. And video. Where you talk to Caroline. So basically what I'm trying to say is we have dead friends. Yeah. And that's why we went to the cemetery <laughs> because I'm like all of our homies are going to help teach us about ghost hunting equipment because we know nothing about it. <laughs> yep. And they're going to be the OGs to do this for us. And they delivered. Let me fucking tell you what. So when we did the REM pad, um, Caroline, who is pretty awesome, she was like, all right, I'll help you guys do this. This is fine. And um, she helped us figure out what little lights lit up when they got close to it versus what little light lit up when it got a different temperature change. And she showed up and was just telling us how she had to, like, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what I said. One of the things that you said is it was like playing an instrument. So it was, like, uh, similar to a bagpipe. So you have to get all the air into the bagpipe first, and then you can manipulate it. So when they are manipulating a REM pod, it's not as snappy like it doesn't happen as quick because once you like get close to it it kind of lingers a little bit so she can't turn it off as fast because she needs to time it correctly but I don't know that you ever explained how she is able to do that how she's able to like change something to make it go off Mm. yeah they were telling me that they but she was having she was struggling herself so she brought a little boy forward and the little boy i believe his name was charlie and he's a little blonde boy so when they both stepped forward it was easier for them to make it go off yeah to manifest enough energy so in the bagpipe analogy i slightly remember saying that but i don't entirely remember it enough to give you like the dissertation of what i did in the video well, yeah, but I was just wondering what you thought they were able to do to make it go off. They have to, like, muster up enough energy. So, like I said, with the bagpipe, you have to fill it up. So they have to fill up a space close enough to the REM pod with energy. And then after, it, it'll it pick it up, if that makes sense. Got you. But also, it's like playing an instrument, too, though, when you have to try and touch it enough times and, like, blow on it to see how it actually makes it work. Right. <laughs> you got to you got to figure it out and then once it makes a noise you're like, "Oh, now I got to do it again to make it the same noise." But once you get a once you get a hang of it, you're like, "Oh, maybe, I, maybe I'm going to put my hands on these little, like little keys like or like a recorder where the holes are and see yeah. if I can make a different noise." And they're like, "Now nah, I can make it go off more or less." Yeah, like because that. it very much changes the frequency based upon how they make it go off. They're telling me right now too. I feel like, you know, when you're um when you, how do I explain this? It's like if when you're, like a part of your body falls asleep and it tingles, but it doesn't <laughs> hurt, but take that sensation and make it in the air. So almost as oh. if you were going to touch something electrified, but yeah. it's not, it's that tingly sensation. So you're not actually feeling it, but the air feels like that. So they're not necessarily manifesting. They're just like creating kinetic energy almost within the air to trigger it yes yeah because i can feel that like yeah because editing this video i'm realizing that each one of these pieces of equipment they have to manifest or do something with their energy in a very specific way to make the thing go off 
Yes. So for them, it's like manifesting enough of this tickly energy near it yeah. to do it. But there's a delay between when the energy is like at the point versus when the bagpipe runs out of air and the can, the REM pod keeps going off and then stops. Got you. Yeah. Makes sense. But they were showing me how like you do it, how you touch it with your hand. Yeah. But it was like them being there is building up that kinetic energy. Yeah. They're makes like, sense. we're going to touch the butt. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, the weirdest part, though, was honestly for me. Do you want to say anything else about the REM pod? No. Okay. We can move on to the next one, but yeah. you have something to say. When we first got there, I know the souls pretty well, at least the souls that we met the last time. So my favorites are Caroline because she literally validated who she was before anything. And it was ap- forever will be one of the coolest things that have ever happened as like a medium. And the second super awesome, cool soul, her name is Phoebe. And when I got there, I was like, okay, I see Phoebe. And she was like dancing obnoxiously and she was telling me that she was gonna sing. And I was like, Phoebe, I don't think we're gonna be able to, you know, not to rain on your parade, but I don't think we're gonna be able to get you singing. There's no music stuff here. So why are you dancing and why are you telling me that you're going to sing? We have a REM pod and some flashlights, unless somehow M brought like a tape recorder and we're gonna get like one of those weird EVPs of people on like an old fashioned tape recorder that sounds funny and you have to slow it down to make it audible. I'm like, so don't waste your energy, maybe, unless you really want to on singing, but stop dancing, you're making me weirded out. Yeah, so in the video, Liv was like, oh, let's just have Phoebe sing on the REM pod. But at that point, I bring out our next piece of equipment, which is called a Polter Tune, and it is a motion sensor music box. So when you trigger the music box by walking out in front of the sensor, it will play this music. Fucking music. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you going on about, Phoebe? I don't understand this. Also, she kept showing me Phoebe from Friends, And I'm like, okay. She also kept showing me Chandler from Friends. And I was like, okay, I know your name is Phoebe. This just has to be my own mind being obnoxious because, you know, Phoebe's a character in Friends and Chandler is also a character in Friends. So we're seeing Phoebe. Phoebe's annoying me. So I'm going to think Friends, Phoebe from Friends, and then Chandler from Friends, right? Because they're two characters. Wasn't until after the music box and she was also like, told you I was going to sing. It's just not in the way that you wanted me to or you thought because you're stupid. I saw on her headstone, I was like, okay, you fucking got me once, but you're not going to get me again. Why the fuck do I keep seeing Phoebe and Chandler from Friends? This just has to be my egotistical brain. I'm not actually hearing you tell me this. Her actual last name is Chandler. Oh, that's fun. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I couldn't tell it again because I was already having too much of an overwhelming experience uh-huh. at this place. You know, I figured that they were going to be cool, but I didn't think that they were going to be like an actual knock it out of the park type of we're gonna do so much stuff it's absolutely ridiculous yeah i thought it was just not gonna work because it didn't work in my basement oh (laughs) (laughs) oh god no i thought that we were gonna get like maybe one or two little things like the ghost hunting paranormal shows that you see on tv well you say that other ghost hunters don't get as much as we did but i don't think you watch as much maybe you just watch the weird ghost adventure things on tv but youtubers generally get a lot of stuff I've never watched, like, I mean, I've watched some stuff on television, but not since I was, like, 13 or 14. So, I don't know. But, I don't know. I think the stuff that we got is probably 
one of the, if not the best paranormal footage ever. That's nah. my opinion. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of stuff on the YouTube. I think it's comparable. Dude, it's so fucking crazy. Anyways, she loved to move the music box. It was awesome. And the music box is a lot easier for them to move, too. It does not take nearly as much energy at all. Yeah, they're they're showing me that it's like they can... Just think and it moves. It's like really easy. They like show me that it like moves. I don't know if it's the fragment of time. They're showing me like a light wave and they just like walk in front of the light wave. So the light wave, when you're viewing this, it's like if, okay, it's like if you have a flashlight. They're showing you the sensor inside of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're showing me like if you have a flashlight being pointed at something and then something walks in front of it, you see the light and then when they walk in front of it, it's gone for a second. That's what they're doing. So they don't have to do it like they don't have to fill up an air bubble of uh, that air. What is that? Energy. No, what is that instrument that I was talking about earlier? Bagpipe. Yeah. You don't have to fill up that energy. (laughs) In order to make the thing go off, it's just like a second mm-hmm. of doing that and it'll go off. Yeah, it's really, really easy. That was definitely a crowd favorite between all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the next interesting thing is that we got to meet a new soul, which was cool. Well, we got to meet mo- multiple new souls. Were you talking about Stella? Yes. We didn't talk to her last well, time. Did we, we were trying to find, I don't know, you were talking about other people's names, but we were walking around looking at people's headstones. And for whatever reason, the last week or so, Patreon has been telling me that I've been posting things in 1969. So... When I'm walking around, I see that this person died in 1969, and I pass, and I'm like, that's fine. And then I just keep getting this irritating feeling of, no, this is important. <laughs> so we sit next to her gravestone, and she's, like, sitting on top of the stone with me, and we're talking about things. It was so cute. Stella was so excited. She was like, am I on TV? And I was like, you, if you want to be, you will be. She's like, is this like one of those news interviews? Like once cool things happen on the news? And I was like, yes. Yeah, but what's crazy is we had a spirit box going. And we had Anthony have the spirit box. And when we went to this this stone, the spirit box said, found me. Well, that's <laughs> cute. I really like that we had both the REM pod and the music box. Yeah. And she was like, hang on, I have to go get my husband, Robert. And I was like, what? And then I looked down and her headstone next to her, her husband's name was Robert. Mm-hmm. And she literally got him. But she was really excited. While we were doing it, I was using the spirit box, which is our next piece of equipment. The spirit box is a, it's a device that scrubs through different stations of the radio. So it makes it so that they are able to use electromagnetic frequencies to manipulate what words come forward from these radio stations. So they're able to pick up from different radio stations each word to kind of form like sentences on what they want to say. And we do this thing called the SS method, which is basically you take noise canceling headphones and you are the one listening to this while people are asking questions and then you say the information that is that you are getting from the radio itself and you explain how they are able to make the words come out 
Do you remember? <laughs> Something about music lines in a stanza. In the video, it's hard to hear because, uh, I don't know, our audio is all over the place. But you were explaining that the, the way that they needed to manipulate the radio stations is they kind of needed to jump into the spirit box itself. That's crazy. I don't remember that. I remember them showing me, like, because I, I, I was in band. I'm a nerd. It's okay. You can steal my lunch money. Um, stanzas or, like, music lines and each stanza in music has certain notes in it and those certain notes for them in this instance of the ss method comparatively is certain words in a stanza and they were showing me that they have to like knock them out to get them to come out of the stanza but it's in little groups of a big whole piece of music and they're like this one that one this one that one and it can be in different sheet musics that's what they were showing me visually but I said something different, so. <laughs> yeah, it was hard because it was hard to hear you and you kept stopping and talking about something completely different <laughs> as yeah. per usual. So I have no idea what you were actually talking about, but you were saying that they had to kind of jump into this box to manipulate the words in the radio stations that were coming through. Interesting. I just remember what they were showing me. They also showed me like taking out pieces of radio waves because they showed me the radio waves is like static. And yep. depending on the ones that were coming to you, they'd have to like snip out the sections of the static, which is the same thing as music lines or stanzas. But. I also feel like they manipulate how you hear things because those that spirit box that I when I was experiencing it, I wasn't actually hearing clear words. I was hearing pieces of words that I maybe have been told what to say from that because it was very like ah, e, ah, mm, ah. but it also might be because I have auditory processing processing disorder and that's just how I hear things <laughs> ah yeah because when you had it you were like talking like you were on the phone yeah, because it, it's just like a whole bunch of pieces of radio it's like if you well you were getting like full phrases I was yeah. not Really? I literally got, ah, and that was one word. It wasn't just a full thing. Maybe I got two words. For me, it was weird because I, it, for me, having the headphones on, I couldn't hear anything besides what was on the radio stations, but well, yeah. it literally sounded like somebody had their car radio on and they just were spinning the dial and you could just hear bits and pieces of whatever radio stations were coming through mixed with like, that sort of like static too but so I was picking out the specific phrases that I could hear from the static but it just sounded like people spinning a radio station and you could just hear that it was switching from station to station to station really fast whether you were hearing lines of a song or people doing ads or people on a talk show mixed with static but then the weird thing was is sometimes I heard voices that did not sound like the radio static or the stations I was hearing. And those were harder for me to hear. Yeah. They just sounded like if you were to get an EVP on a, uh, what is it called? Like a recorder. Interesting. So those were the three things I was experiencing. And I was like, well, the, the EVP sounding ones are harder. So I'm just going to, I remember quoting Katy Perry <laughs> at one point. Yeah. We should go to haunted locations and see if we can do the same thing, but without the spirit box. 
like yeah. have noise canceling headphones on and then have someone ask questions and then us as psychic mediums try to give the answers yes that's literally that would be funny i was explaining that to you in one thing but yours is better because you can be in the same room with the person I was saying that I wanted to go through a haunted oh. location before the paranormal people set up all of their stuff and just sit in the rooms quietly and hear what I could hear and like understand what souls were there without having anyone tell me anything or have stupid equipment set up or taunting them in obnoxious ways because sometimes ghost hunters like to do that and just write it down. And then once the investigation is over, show them what I wrote down before anybody was even in there. Got you. And see if it lines up with the information that they got on all their doohickeys and what's them call and dingle hoppers. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So one of the weird occurrences with the spirit box that I found from editing the video is you were trying to talk to someone when we were on the bench and you were trying to say who's like here that type of thing and the REM pod starts going like crazy like different frequencies over and over again and you're like can you stop please and it just like keeps going faster and faster in different frequencies and I say notice me oh <laughs> and it's funny because me not being able to hear anything didn't realize that that made sense yeah and there's yep. so many people around well it was weird because they were coming down in, like, groups because they were having that picnic that day, remember? Yeah, so, you like, should explain that. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, what the hell? You were in a cemetery. <laughs> yeah, I know this sounds weird, but, okay, imagine a cemetery is, like, a community of people, and you also have to understand that all of the people or the majority of the people that we're speaking with died in, like, 1876 or, like, maybe 1920-ish, except for Stella. She's an outlier. But... It's like they were having a get-together. For me, Caroline explained, she's like, all right, well, you know, we kind of knew that you were going to be here, but we already also have a picnic scheduled. So <laughs> everyone in the cemetery is at that picnic. So if you want some help, think about it, and I'll come help you, and we'll I'll bring some other people from the picnic to uh, play with your little spirit bod box pod thing toys because yep. it'll be fun for you because, you know, we're homies, right? <laughs> so she's like, but... Like, when Emma went to go figure out the directions or something in the video, if you watch, she's like, all right, let me know when she gets the directions because we'll come back and help. But, like, there's potato salad and there's my name on it. So, like, they, I know that sounds really weird, but that's what she was telling me. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you're like, a picnic? Fucking where? Well, when I speak to souls, they're not actually physically here. They're, they are, but they're not. They're also in heaven. So, in heaven or in spirit, whatever you want to call it, they were having a picnic as souls, not actually at the cemetery. They weren't at the cemetery, but physically. Yeah. Caroline's like, we'll come play with your who's in watch it do dads because it'll be fun. And yeah. it's we're helping you, but also potato salad and like sack races. Yeah, which brings me to my next piece of equipment, which is an EMF reader. And an EMF reader is an electromagnetic frequency reader, and it basically reads the electromagnetic frequencies of an area. That one didn't work, and what we figured out is for that one, they needed to physically manifest within an area, which is why it wasn't going off, because they were kind of in this in-between. They didn't have, they weren't like physically there to have enough energy to make it go off. EMF things would scare me then. 
Because if they're actually there in yeah. our plane of existence, fucking hellaciously. Nope, yeah. Bill. Because they explained to me, if you guys watch Sam and Colby's videos, they bring Amanda, who's a medium, and she's able to perceive things within the physical realm as if they are actually physically there. And that's where she, like, brings the EMF reader types of things and puts them where the being is manifesting and it goes off. And she can literally follow them wherever they go because she's able to see them because they're manifesting and that manifestation of themselves is the amount of energy to make this thing go off. Weird. But that's why ours didn't go off. Yeah, because no one was like, let me just hang out in cemetery. I'm busy. I got things to do. I like your Jim Carrey Grinch impression (laughs) of souls. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I want to say... I mean, I think all of the information that we got, because honestly, like as a medium, yes, we talk to souls, but also monkey brain goes, want bells and whistles to go off, makes feel good. Yes. So I thought it was interesting, the flashlight contest that we had. That brings us to our next piece of equipment, which is not actually a ghost hunting equipment. We literally got these like these twist mag lights. Yeah. And these flashlights, basically you just turn the top of them and they turn on. And the way you use it as ghost hunting equipment is you turn it most of the way so that it's easier for them to just, like, turn it a little bit. So we put those on top of the bench and we're like, make it go off. But it was cute because Em's like, is anybody here? And I was like, "Mm, no, but Phoebe is the one that directed us to go over there with the flashlights. And she's like, there's some people that, like, the other souls have talked to at the picnic and they're like interested so they'll do the um flashlight thing for you so go over there and they'll be over there and i was like okay so we were trying to figure out how to get flashlights in broad daylight to show up on a on a video camera and there was two men and two women eventually a third woman i think showed up but she was a little more skeptical about it that wanted to plan our flashlight contest and since there was two men and two women i was like all right you guys are from the olden times when the parties were segregated so Girls versus boys. We have a red flashlight and a black flashlight. The black flashlight is the boys. The red is the girls. Whoever can turn it on and off enough gets bragging rights back down at the picnic. Yep. (laughs) And let me tell you what, the girls had a blast. But also it might have been rigged because I think the black flashlight is harder to turn. (laughs) And the guys were getting pissed. They're like, it is rigged. We can't do this. The girls have it easier. But it not only was it great because em and i were like cheering on the girls obviously and every time they would get it to turn on and we would cheer the rem pod would go off like they were cheering too because i could tell that they were cheering but Mm -hmm. the physical manifestation that you guys can see on the video is the rem pod going off which is them cheering so just to keep it fair we touched the black flashlight again and then i was like all right guys since the girls already get bragging rights and maybe it's a little rigged and unfair. You guys do the red flashlight and the girls will have to do the black flashlight. And not to say that the boys didn't do a good job because they did. The red flashlight was easier for them. But given the fact that the black flashlight was harder, the girls were still able to turn it. And in my fact, they win. Yeah, you were also saying that you thought it moved. Oh, in the video. Did you see it? No, but also some of the footage is missing because it wasn't recorded. And then there was also, it was farther away, so it was hard to see if it, anything was moving. Oh, yeah. I think it was, like, one of the flashlights very much moved, like, at least half an inch, if not more. 
And I think yeah, that's, I did not see that. I think that's when the guys were trying to like turn it on or something. I don't remember if it, like, it was the guys or girls, but I saw it and Anthony saw it too. Cause I was like, did you fucking get that? And he's like, I think so. But also I don't know who was recording. I just remember Janelle seeing it. Janelle was recording. Ah. Um, so how are they able to move the flashlight? I think they were just trying to get it to like turn or whatever. I honestly don't know, but it moved. I think it was just like when you're trying to do something and you bump something else. Oh yeah, they're telling me because if you hit them hard enough, because they were that close to being turned on and off, if you hit it hard enough, like put enough energy towards literally banging into it, Mm -mm. it'll go on and off, which is why it was like having a, like a transition or sputter between the two because Mm. they were literally just like, (laughs) (laughs) yay, is this thing on? Yeah. It was really fun. I just really liked that they were turning on the REM pod to, like, cheer with us. It was great. Yeah, we also have those cat balls, which are, um, if you you give them a good bang, they do the same thing. But Mm. those didn't work as much. But it was also broad daylights. (laughs) Yeah, the flashlights, I think, were easier, maybe. I don't know. But it was a really good time. I mean, they really showed up. I didn't think that... I mean, I really didn't... I just... I was like, where are we going to go to test this stuff out? We could, like, go to Anthony's house since it's haunted. Yeah, because or... I thought we were just going to talk to our spirit guides, but uh, they didn't want to play. Or at least mine didn't want to play. Yeah. No, I'm really glad that we got to go visit our friends. We brought them flowers. It made me really happy. So everyone that participated got flowers, which is nice. The first time we went there, we got them flowers, too. But it's really cute. I mean, I'm quite sure that if normal people in society heard us saying this, they would commit us or want to but what do you mean we literally have dead friends in a cemetery i just adore it so <laughs> is that like the most autistic thing ever though what is what? that thing giving non inanimate objects they're emotions or something objects. well i know they're not but other people might think that we're crazy so well that's why i want to make a ghost hunting team because a lot of people are like i want to prove ghost existence and i'm like Okay, if well, you don't if you don't think they exist, you're dumb. Number one, number two. The reason why I want to do this is because I want people to not be afraid of spirits. Yeah, because they're literally like you and I. What's the difference? There isn't. <laughs> yes. Well, and you were reading your um the what the names that someone gave you, right? For what? For the ghost hunting team. What was oh. the one? I made fun of them. <laughs> what? Yeah, did, she was very I mean. Ma- I am very I apologetic. We will not make fun of people giving us names. I did I not was trying to make give them a good shout out. Fun of them. I just told them that I didn't like their ideas. Which is not and making fun of them. And then you proceeded to make fun of their well, names. Well, because you looked at me like, "Well, why would you not like them?" And I'm like, "Well, because of this, this and that." Your look gave me the permission to extrapolate upon my disdain for their name ideas. Well, I apologize. <laughs> I was trying to give you a shout out because they were some good names. Because most of the time we get, get weird things like, you should call yourself the ghost hunters. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's really creative. Yeah. But this guy really, really did it. I like them. But the names are reality and daily truth, detecting the dead, paranormal truths, and normal paranormal. Which is kind of like a weird abnormal thing that you were trying to get for our name. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think our name shouldn't be like provoking the stigma of fear and the unknown because I feel I like don't it's think that any of those are doing that. Yeah, but they're also not fun. 
there has to be a line between not being fear mongers but also being funny but there also needs to be a line of what is gonna rank on youtube yeah paranormal and it has to like make sense with what we're doing we can't be called the sandwiches people are gonna look up sandwich and they're gonna be like this is not what i'm looking for we're gonna I be not ranking for spanking but instead sandwiches let's absolutely not rank for spanking anymore because uh tiktok does not like it and tries to flag our videos it's hilarious tiktok needs to get over itself well it's a robot well i know they need to fix their algorithm they can't they could why would they want to take the word spanking out of the uh non-reviewed things i think exactly you don't have an answer (laughs) because it's smart (laughs) they should make it smarter Uh uh-huh so that only our videos rank for spanking Uh and then we just are the spiritual spankings Uh Mm uh-huh yeah so if you guys have any other name suggestions please let us know because i really want to get a list of different names and then give a pool to a patreon people to vote upon upon was the night upon paranormal investigations hopefully it is something to do with the paranormal and the cemeteries because Liv is giving me things that aren't like we're quiet hunting wabbits does i know but that has context i'm not I saying know, but if you're searching that on youtube it's not gonna come up <laughs> i like paranormal private eyes because i think it's funny where your spiritual ppe which is hilarious mm-hmm. it's not bad I like it. I also like putting the Claire's in front of it because it sounds like a cool girl band. Too long. Doesn't matter. Still Doesn't like it. Doesn't matter. So anyways. Um, yeah. You guys want to have some readings with us? Go to the link in the show notes. You also want to leave us a cool Apple review? I would appreciate that. Em would appreciate that. I'm quite sure all of the souls in the, in the graveyard would also appreciate that because they did a mighty fine job with all of their activities and can you also instead of leaving a review leave a dad joke and we will (laughs) tell the people of the interwebs to laugh at your dad joke just give us five stars and then leave a a, a bad quote a dad joke a spongebob quote any type of fun funsies that you might like so thank you to our patrons ian vanessa mckenna shannon cindy kaylee mev roynika trinity avery cass anthony violet Peyton, Allie, Mac, Autumn, Bias, Jenny, Laurel, Brianna, Nate, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Sherry, Christina, Anita, Katie, Charles, Holly, Krista, Flo, Malaki, Malaki. Cool beans, guys. We hope you liked the video. Sorry for the audio. I haven't heard it yet. I'm apologizes, but I always get. Well, we're testing out microphones in it. So the first portion where the microphones are not dying is great. Other than the fact that there was a guy mowing the lawn. That's beside the point. (laughs) Yeah. But the second portion, I have realized that we need a lav mic and a shotgun mic. Otherwise, it sounds like poop. You're welcome. Where are your metal sidekicks? Oh, wow. Also, let us know any suggestions of where we should go location-wise to do some ghost hunting. Preferably a beautiful castle that just is old. 
because usually things that are old can be haunted. I don't, I don't want to. Or go. the Conjuring House, so that I can get mm. Liv to be like, this is the goal for Patreon. Three thousand for three thousand patrons, and we'll go to the Conjuring House. I don't want to go to places that you wouldn't want to go when it, when it was happening. You know, like if you go to a place where bad people were when they were alive, why would you want to go there when they're dead? Exactly. That's why the Conjuring House is perfect. No. 